Hello, uh, welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the Director of Operations here at the Smart Center in Greenville and the Director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. And I am sitting down today with someone uh, new to my radar, and that is Nick Schubert. Did I say that correctly, Nick? Correct, yeah, that's right. Nick is with the Greater St. Louis Area Council, the Boy Scouts of America. He's a district director, and we just uh, linked up recently to... Um, to just get better aware of scouting in general and scouting in our area. And um, Nick, can we just get uh, like start off with a background on the Boy Scouts? Yeah, yeah. The Boy Scouts have been around since 1910. Um, it started in England prior to that, and then it came over here around then. Um, the Greater St. Louis Area Council um, is, is a big council. Uh, it goes all the way down to Cape Girardeau, the Boot Hill, Missouri, all the way up to St. Louis, and then all the way across Illinois to Decatur to the Indiana border, then kind of goes all the way down to um, Harrisburg, Carbondale, um, further south. So we're a very large council, one of the top uh, three to five, however you're looking at it as in membership, uh, budget, size of, of property. Um, we're we're one of the the you know the the best councils in the entire country. Yeah, it's that's a large area. Yeah, yeah. I was at a training recently and. Um, just listening to how small some councils are, um, we're very fortunate um, in our council that we we belong to in this area. Yeah, that's really nice. And so the scouts started as what a way to was it a way to teach young young men about just to be to, or to prepare them for life in general or what what was the uh, so um, the founder Lord Baden Powell uh, was a military general. Um, and he wrote a field book um, for kids. I'm not sure if that's the exact title or not, um, but basically on like outdoor um, survival techniques on how to like tie knots, um, plants, um, how to build a fire, swimming techniques. Um, and then it became more of a leadership opportunity because uh, the cool part, um, it's, it's about leadership. Uh, the kids, uh, I have four kids, three of kids are in the program. And uh, when you... It's, so the Boy Scouts of America is the, the overarching arching name. Um, Cub Scouts is K through five, and then it's Scouts BSA is, is five through high school, 18. Um, my kids are in that um, Boy Scouts BSA program. And uh, whenever they advance in a rank, uh, they have to sit in front of a board uh, where they're kind of quizzed and, and challenged on what they've learned. Um, I have an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old and a 16-year-old, and... I don't know of a lot of other 11, 13, 16 year olds that have sat in an interview type setting, uh, being quizzed on what they've learned in scouting. Um, and then also the leadership part is um, they run the meetings. Um, it's all run by them. They're advised by the adults that are there. Um, yeah, a lot of work is done by the adults, but a lot of the meetings and the decision making is all done by the youth. Um, there's similar organizations like that, but um, it's unique within the Boy Scouts. Yeah, that really does prepare them for leadership in business and in community yeah. in the future. When you think about that, yeah. um, probably getting them comfortable with situations along those lines, yeah. um, which you know, not every kid knows how to handle themselves and something like that. So that is an, a tremendous opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So um, I know a few uh, younger people who have gone through the Eagle Scout um, process. What does that all involve? Can you? Yeah, so in Scouts BSA, so there are, you start, there are several ranks, and Eagle Scout is the last one. Uh, you, you, um, so there's Scout rank, there's second class, first class, or I forgot one, Scout, Tenderfoot, second class, first class, 
And Lord Baden Powell said that if you reach the rank of first class, you've learned the skills as a scout. Um, you've finished, you're now a leader, basically. Um, and then it's star rank, life rank, and then eagle. When you primarily get to the um, star life eagle, you're working on merit badges. You can work on merit badges when you're younger, but that's primarily when you do it. You have requirements to have certain required merit badges and then non-required. There's 136 total merit badges. Um, you have to earn a total of 21 required merit badges. Or no, a total of 21 merit badges. Um, I think 10 of those have to be required um, to become an Eagle Scout. Um, those are, uh, there's several like options, like one is swimming, uh, cycling, and hiking. You have to do one of those as a required merit badge. Um, and then there's uh, citizenship in the community, citizenship in the nation, citizenship in the world. Um, and they've also added a citizenship in the society, uh, more by diversity merit badge as well. Um, so there's, it's a variety of things, uh, skill sets. And then the big thing you have to do is you have to do a project um, that you show leadership in. It cannot be done on any um, of our properties, any of the Boy Scouts properties. So it has to be within the community. Uh, some examples are um, one that I worked on was someone built an outside uh, classroom at a school. Um, I've seen flower beds. My daughter, who's 16, finishing hers, is looking at doing a wheelchair accessible flower, flower bed. Um, I'm an Eagle Scout. I, I built hockey stick racks. Um, I played hockey in high school um, and saw a need because everyone would just throw their sticks in the middle and someone fell across the, the locker room one, night, one day. And I'm like, oh, that's what I would what should do. Um, but yeah, it, it could be a variety of things. Oh, well, that's, yeah. And I've, I've noticed um, around here, um, yeah, a couple of scouts, uh, you know, like you said, doing some things for like local museums and yeah. uh, city parks and things like that. So what a, what a great uh, contribution to the community. Yeah. And now you mentioned your daughter is doing a project. So tell us a little bit, when did um, women get to be involved yeah. in scouts? Uh, so uh, <coughs> um, girls have been in, in the scouting program for since the early 90s. Um, so there, there, I mentioned the Cub Scouts, the Scouts BSA. There's also a venturing program, which is uh, has been around since the early 90s. It's K through arts. Sorry, it's uh, 14 to 21 years old, um, and that's always been co-ed. And then exploring is 14 to 21, and it's more career-based. Um, that has always been, or that's been girls for a long time as well. Uh, but girls in all of our programs happened about five years ago. Uh, so in Cub Scouts, a kindergarten girl can join Cub Scouts. Um, and they're divided up into dens, so a grade level is a den. Um, so there's a girl den and a boy den uh, for the first graders, and, and all the way up to fifth grade. Um, and then high school, when you get into this, or when you get into Scouts BSA, uh, you get to be in a troop that is all girls and then all boys. So still separated. Uh, a lot of events are together. Um, I'm a camp director, and we've had girls uh, on camp staff as long as I can remember. Um, I grew up on camp staff, and there was always, you know, girls in scouting. So it's not really a new thing. Um, it is a new thing to think that my daughter could become an Eagle Scout, you know, so it's yeah. kind of a unique situation. Um, she was involved in Girl Scouts, and uh, my sons were doing a religious um, badge at this church, and I was just taking them there, and I, they were starting a girl troop, and I'm like, let's just go try it out, see if you like it. If you don't like it, it's fine. We'll just, you know, see how it is, and and she said she wanted to continue, and uh, she's had a great time. She's working on camp staff as well. They went to South Dakota last summer um, with their troop, um, so she's she's enjoyed it a lot. That's great. Yeah, I can remember. Um, well, 
to age myself, remembering Girl Scouts back in the 70s and, well, I guess late 70s. Um, but yeah, I, I remember that that, um, that change came came about and it seems to me like yesterday. But yeah, like yeah. I said, that's been around for a while. Maybe maybe four years, but at least a couple of years. Um, and it's it's done well. Yeah. Because there's things that uh, that the Boy Scouts were doing that uh, you wouldn't necessarily find in the Girl Scout troops. Um, some of the types of projects, um, yeah. and some of the the, the badges of the, the knowledge, you know, things that they might want to learn. So, so yeah. yeah, I can see. Then that sounds like that's going along pretty well. Um, so, how many? I, I know you've got a huge district. Can you kind of estimate how many troops? there are in your district yeah so Cokia Mountains district is uh, most of Bond County and or mo- all, all of Bond County and most of Madison County um, and there is I actually looked it up the other day doing something there's 911 scouts total in the Cokia Mountains area and there's 41 troops in the entire district oh, wow. um, so that ranges from you know from Bond County all the way to Madison County um, I also oversee the Piasau Bird District, which is more the Godfrey area, yeah. and that is um, about 700 kids and about wow. 30 units. Wow. So in the Alden Godfrey, whatever, East Salton, um, all the way to Jerseyville, Staunton, Greenville, um, or Greenfield, sorry. Um, gotten those confused now with them, so similar. similar. Um, yeah, so it's a big, big area, but... Um, a lot, of, a lot of scouting going on, a lot oh, of tradition yeah. in scouting. Yeah, so it's it's still a pretty strong program. Um, it's kind of you know lasted the test of time. Do you think um, there's is there room for more troops to form within your district? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so we we reach out to uh, churches, we reach out to VFW civic organizations to look at growing scouting. Um, so yeah, we we are always looking for opportunities to grow scouting within the community. Um, only about five percent of kids um, are involved in scouting, um, which doesn't seem like a lot. Uh, so there's always room for growth, always room to grow that percentage of, of how many kids are in scouting. Um, so we're we're always um, meeting with new pastors. We're meeting with our current pastors to uh, strengthen the programs that we have. Uh, with girls being introduced in the program, we are um, uh, starting now that it started about four years ago so let's say a kindergartner or first or second grader started then uh, now they're at the age to where they need to join a troop uh, so we're looking at taking you know um, a boy troop and then adding a girl troop possibly to it or um, getting a standalone girl troop in, a, in the community as well so um, that's a big focus on this this year is because they're at that it's that time frame now where they're ready to do the next program and we just have to have that program available um, also looking at uh, hospitals um, or other, because uh, exploring is more of a career-based thing, so police stations, fire stations are the most common, police um, hospitals is another one um, where we work with those agencies to do a, a program. Um, it's not the traditional weekly um, event, it's more of a monthly type workshop um, where they get real life experience within the police force or the fire department. Um, so those are programs we're looking at starting. So. Have you had that connection here in Greenville? Not, not in Greenville, no, no. Uh, but, but that is a possibility. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. just connecting the right people to you guys. Correct. Yes, correct. So, if someone uh, wanted to to start a troop, uh, basically just to get their people together and contact you, would that be the best way to yeah. do it? And then you can yeah. kind of walk them through the process. Yes, that's good to know. So, 
you know, the way you talk about 5% of kids, is that, is that pretty consistent with the way it was um, maybe when you were younger? And oh, no. Um, I, scouting, you know, in the in the 40s, 50s was was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, entire communities did scouting. Um, uh, troops would have an entire band. Uh, you know, wow. it, scouting has changed. Um, and, uh, and that's just changed with times and other things that are going on and different commitments. You know, the sports was not the way it is now. Um, even from when I was in high school, sports has totally changed. Um, scouting is relevant, though. You know, we, we, we do um, advance what we're doing by offering programs at our camps that are, are age-appropriate. And, you know, the new cool best thing, uh, or big thing we're working on right now is STEM, uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. Yeah. Um, that's a huge uh, buzzword right now in education and in the world because uh, it's the future of, of employment and with computers and everything like that. So, um, yeah, we, we are, we're, we stepped up with, with wanting to, you know, give more to the kids when they go to our camps and, and, and the programs that they offer. And then also the merit badges have changed. I mean, if you look at merit badges, like one was um, like tracking, like tracking animals. Oh. Uh, like 100 years ago, you know, that's not something that is relevant now necessarily for yeah. a lot of kids. So they're, the merit badges are more you know, age appropriate and more timely too. So, so it's kind of evolved uh, as, yeah. as we have as well in our yeah. society. Yep. Uh, yeah. And I can, uh, I would imagine uh, just from my own experience, I did have a couple of years as a Cub Scout den mother <laughs> and uh, my sons went to a, a smaller school, a Catholic school. And it seemed like at the time, all the kids in their class, all the boys at that time mm-hmm. were in Cub Scouts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just wonder, do you, do you have a lot more Cub Scouts, you think? Uh, or uh, is it... It, it's pretty much split in half yeah. uh, between Cub Scouts and then Scouts PSA. Um, a lot of times it's harder. The older the kids get, the harder they are to recruit. Uh, so if you, get a, you know, if you get a first or second grader, there's more likely to you know, go all the way through Cub mm-hmm. Scouts and then join Scouts PSA. Uh, but then there are very, well, there's a lot of kids that just join in you know, fifth or sixth grade and they do fine. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of depends. But primarily, yes, I would say we, we recruit the kid when they're kindergarten, first, second grade, and then, then they continue on the program. Yeah, and I think um, I think maybe that's what the older kids might think. Well, I didn't do it, you know, Cub Scouts, so maybe I can't do it. But like uh, like Nick was saying, it's it's not too late. You no, just get in there no. and you, you, will, you will, you know, yeah. get into it right away. Yeah. Um, and also I would say to parents, um, with my own experience, I know I just worked with the little fellas, but it's really fun it's rewarding and you know it gets your kids out of the house it gets them Mm -hmm. a little socialized you might as a den parent might be spending a lot of time preparing for a a, you know a meeting uh we we would do activities and crafts and whatnot it seemed like we do a lot of preparing and it would go really fast when we got there but um but it was fun it was a lot of fun yeah i remember when my um older son joined cub scouts i was his den leader and then i eventually let someone else do it uh, but I remember someone telling me when I first started with him that it's good designated time to be a parent. And I remember getting offended by that. Like, what are you talking about? I'm very active in my kid's life. And and I am. Um, but after doing it for a year or two, I'm like, he's right. Like, this is a designated time weekly um, or even a monthly weekend camp out um, where you get to spend time with your kids in the woods and do things that you enjoy. And and no computer, no TV, no phone, and, and you have designated time to spend with your family. So it, it does do good with that. It is a family environment. You know, mom, dad, brother, sister, everyone is able to, to go on the campouts and be a part of the program. And 
Um, that's really expanded over the last couple of years too. Yeah, it's really nice, and it is really quality, and you you won't ever regret it. Now you mentioned camping. Um, uh, there are some camps around here. Uh, Godfrey is the closest one. Uh, we have several camps in the council. We have the one in Godfrey, which I'm the camp director there. We run Cub Scout programs there in the month of June. We also do a lot of outreach stuff there as well uh, for the Alton uh, Housing Authority and other agencies as well. We have a camp in uh, Payne, Illinois, uh, near Decatur, uh, Road Frame Scout Reservation. Then we have a camp in Carbondale, Pine Ridge Scout Reservation. Um, and then we have um, our bigger ones, uh, Beaumont Scout Reservation is in um, High Ridge near uh, Eureka, near the Six Flags. Um, and then we have SBRF Scout Ranch uh, is in Farmington. And then we have the Camp Llewellyn in Fredericktown. So we have a lot of opportunities for camps. Um, a lot of uh, all age groups. Uh, we have Cub Scout Camp and all uh, several of them, and then Scout PSA Camp too. Yeah, still going strong. That's yeah. pretty nice. I, the, yeah. And those camps are always beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it's just a nice, it's a nice uh, getaway for the scouts, and yeah, mm-hmm. chance to uh, to use their skills. I would imagine too oh, yeah. when they're out there. Yeah. And the Pinewood Derbies. Do you still have the Pinewood? Yeah, derbies? we do that normally in uh, January, February, March time frame. Uh, that's a huge thing. I didn't like doing that as a parent a lot, but. <laughs> Uh, the, the kids enjoyed it a lot. Um, they always enjoy painting them and, and doing that kind of thing. So um, that's normally around then. Um, and a lot of other non-scout groups have started doing that too. A lot of Girl Scouts and other uh, church groups do the, the same thing as well. So. Yeah, so there's a lot, of, a lot of fun things. A lot of fun things about scouting um, and just learning some really great, great skills. And uh, I, I love, you know, I, I got to say, I kind of love the whole survival aspect of it mm-hmm. as well. And uh, now that you've, you know, in this uh, new century and everything, the technology has developed, uh, the programs and the training um, have all developed, and that's uh, pretty great, too. What would you like um, folks to know about scouting, or what, what message would you like to get out there? Um, so uh, fall recruitment will start uh, this uh, fall. It'll be in September. Uh, so uh, the Greenville one will be in mid-September as well, and then we will do them August 31st, September 7th, and September 14th, all across the Madison County area. So uh, we'll get flyers out to the schools. We'll go talk to the kids in the schools. Um, that's when we do um, most of our recruitment is done in the fall. Um, the other message would be if you miss the fall, you can join scouting uh, year-round. A lot of times we get calls and, you know, December, you know, January, oh, my, we missed the recruitment, can we still join? Absolutely. So um, obviously we want kids to join as soon as possible when they when school starts, but um, always know that you can join scouting. Um, the other part about scouting is you can do it, you, it's year-round. <clears throat> so if your kid plays sports or has other activities, um, you can do both at the same time. Um, a lot of people think, oh, I'm too active in sports, I can't do scouting. Uh, you absolutely can do do it on do it. Uh, Cub Scouts is family oriented, so the mother father um, is considered the Akela is what we call it. They're the ones who can actually sign off on awards, and then the the leader has to approve it. Um, so a lot of the activities in Cub Scouts, let's say they have baseball, they can work on it on a different night that the the pack might be meeting. Um, when they're older in Scouts BSA. Um, you work at your own pace for advancement. Um, my older son went really fast. My younger son is kind of a little slower, which is totally fine. Um, so you can work around, um, you know, if you have church activities or, or sports or um, uh, school commitments, um, scouting works very well with that. Um, and, and they're always welcome to take a month off or miss a meeting here or there. Don't think that you have to commit the entire year to scouting. Um, 
obviously we want them to and and things need will need to happen at home but um, that's a big question we always get or a reason why people leave is that they're just too busy um, scouting is always there so. that's good to know yeah. yeah and I think a lot of people don't know that so that's good to know so keep that in mind folks um, for you and your children if they want to get into scouting um, it can work around and with the schedule that they already have so Nick uh, thanks for sitting in with yeah, me today thank you pretty painless yeah. <laughs> yep. and um, I, if I can I'll put uh, information out there um, how you can get in touch with Nick and um, we'll be talking a little bit more about uh, scouts if you pay attention to uh, maybe the the chamber Facebook page and uh, the Greenville smart uh, Facebook page we'll get some information out there and again a thank you for joining me today and a thank you for tuning into the Greenville smart podcast and I'd like to thank our sponsors, Greenville University, the Greenville Smart Center, the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, Bradford National Bank, and Entertech Global. And again, Nick, thank you. Thank you.